Hello, and welcome back to SAS Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Marion and Brian, and this is episode 223. Brian, Ooh. how are you doing? I am doing great, Mary. Uh, we just recently, uh, this past week, did some wedding-related activities. We toured some venues, and we were able to make a decision. Yep. Uh, and we signed our first contract together. Yeah, we signed our first contract together, so that was... It's pretty exciting, you know, same piece of paper. We put our name down next to each other. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> yep. And you're pretty excited also because the wedding date is a date that you can remember easily. Yes. Um, don't know if we've mentioned this before, but uh, before we started dating, Brian had planned to start, uh, to, planned to ask me out, but he wanted to wait for the perfect date date that he would remember easily uh, for that, that. For him, that was April 2nd. Yes. Um, yes. The day after April Fool's Day. Uh, and so that is the day that Brian thought he could remember. And so luckily I think that the wedding date is an even easier day to remember for him, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's because I, you know, growing up, I saw too many videos of the significant other, you know, nagging the other person for forgetting the day. So I'm like, Oh, I got to get this right. <laughs> well, I mean, you so. really, you have been getting it right. Cause throughout our entire relationship, you've remember on the second of every single month and you're that like, true. happy month anniversary. Yeah, I know. Dating for I, almost just, two years now. So yeah, we got to celebrate the month. <laughs> so, I mean, they, the second day of the month, Brian has got it on lock. And so yep, yep. very <laughs> easy. Exactly. Um, also watched the Seahawks game this weekend. We pretty good game for the first, what, half of it. And then went right back downhill. Uh, yes. what, it's our third loss of the year to the 49ers, I think. It's either the third or the fourth. It's it's oh. a lot. We're, we're not doing well that well against the 49ers, but you know, overall, Seattle was not supposed to do well this year. Uh, we traded away Russell Wilson, who was like an all-star quarterback. And then yeah. Geno Smith, who was on the bench, came up. And this is his big chance to shine. And he did extremely well, considering, you know, this was his first time, you know, starting for a long period of time. He took us to the playoffs. Uh, even the game before, uh, we were, it was on the edge if it would get in the playoffs or not. But we won that game and with a little bit of luck because uh, some other team won a game, uh, we were able to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Unfortunately, we <laughs> met the San Francisco 49ers. Who I, it's either two times or three times had beaten us in the, you know, during the regular season. So things weren't looking that great. Like you said, Mary, first half, we actually ended the first half up a point. So we're yep. like, okay, just, just hanging one in there. more half. Just one more half, please. But uh, no, unfortunately, it did not uh, did not pan out that way. In fact, we got blown out by the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have the numbers because it was just so bad. And kind of stopped watching about. by the end. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, but good good job to the Seahawks uh, overall. You know, making the playoffs when they weren't supposed to, and uh, in in the the trade for uh, uh, Russell Wilson, we got some pretty high high. Uh, order to draft picks so well because we can afford them right yeah yeah because we well yeah that, that was part of the trade russell is holding up a lot of the money yes and now we we can spread the money out around a little bit better maybe get some trades maybe get some our off season is has full of potential there's a lot of options you can do because we now have a budget <laughs> yeah so that's that'll be interesting to look into but not all sad news uh sad sports news is uh happened this week uh, Gonzaga over the last uh, three games uh, we had three games since we last talked 
and we're going to go through them right now. Um, the Zags, they've been uh, they've been winning, but they've been shaky. I'll, I'll say that. It's, and this is the WCC games now too, so you'd think that we'd be doing at least a little bit better. Yes. The time. Yes. So the first up, we played against the San Francisco Dons at San Francisco. Um, it's worth noting that these three games that we just that I'm going to go over were, we're all away that's, games. That, that game is four games ago, Brian. Um, against the Dons. Oh, that's right. I'm not yeah. even going to go over the most recent one because we blew them out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mention it briefly, but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll mention it. Okay, so it, like, four basically games didn't ago, happen. <laughs> yeah, we had like a little road trip where we played. The th- I'll go over the three away games, and then mm-hmm. the most recent one was a home game. And we're like, okay, this is WCC, so this should be easy. Even though it's away games, uh, you know, we have all the all the players in the WCC that basically want to be part of a notar- like a notable school. It's Gonzaga. Like we have better recruiting than the other teams in our league. So we play against San Francisco and things are looking shaky. In fact, in the first yeah. half, we were <laughs> down by 10 points. So not what looking good. And, you know, this game was actually very back and forth. Both teams had about a 10 point lead at one point in the game. But, uh, uh, no, actually, sorry, that's the next game. Uh, so San Francisco, we're down by 10 points. In fact, we were losing the majority of the game all the way up until about seven seconds left at the end of the game, Ugh. where basically Bolton scored, uh, got a rebound and uh, scored his uh, like a shot off that, which gave us the lead. There's a meme going around where one of the fans on the, you know, the baseline like starts yelling and you know i don't know how he got so close but he's like basically like like right two feet away from huddle. his ear yeah he's like no and uh he swore <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and uh but we we basically snuck away with a win that most likely we probably shouldn't have i'll give gonzaga props for you know fighting our okay. way back Okay, but right. San Francisco was in the in March Madness last year. Right, right. So, so that's so, you know one of our top competitors, and but we still should have probably won by more. The score was seventy seven to seventy five. Exactly, so. exactly. So that's that's a win in our book. A win on the road is always barely. Good. Yes, barely. Up next, we had the Santa uh, Santa Clara, and mm-hmm. just like last time, uh, you know the first half goes by. We do not have a lead. We're losing at the first half again. Ugh. We're losing. 36. And they did not go to March Madness. So we really yeah. should be winning. Yes. This is once again away, like I mentioned, but you know, we're down by uh, a point at the end of the first half. Not I mean, okay. Winning. Okay. Like uh, you know, a home game in the kennel. Yes. That is like an advantage, but also for the most part, lots of these WCC games, there's a good majority of Gonzaga fans in the crowd still like maybe not half, but you know, cause they try to, keep the Gonzaga fans out of their games, out of those games. But it's not like we have no fans at these games. Yes. Yes. And, and the thing was, as uh, we rely on Timmy a lot and he was held uh, three of eight shooting uh, in the first half and he put up 13 in the second half, which is pretty good. Uh, but overall, the, the reason why that, you know, we basically es- escaped, I'll say escaped slash one, because we did win by f- uh, five points which is more than the time before where we won by two points <laughs> was Julian Strother, uh had 18 points. And then uh, Timmy and, and Hickman combined total had 20 points and Hickman was eight of nine uh, shooting with four, three pointers. And he, uh, that was his career high in shooting. So good for him. It's always nice to see Hickman step up. I, 
very skeptical about Hickman from time to time, but, you know, he had a pretty good game this game. And, you know, sometimes when your stars aren't scoring, someone else has to score. So that's, that's another Gonzaga win on the road. And then mm-hmm. lastly, our last road game, at least uh, we played against BYU and coming into this, you know, we had two shaky games and uh, this was no different. This was no different. <laughs> Uh, through the first half, we actually had the lead 44 to 39 at the end of the first half. But, uh, you know, basically we, we lost it all by, by, uh, you know, the end of the second half. Well, lost uh, it all. We were only up by five points. So it's yeah, not like we yeah. lost a ton. That's true. Basically with three minutes left, we were down by seven points. So, you know, that's a long, long way to, you know, make up a seven point gap with three minutes left in the, in the second half, but we managed to do it. Actually, we were down by uh, two points and we shot a three pointer, which gave us a one point lead. And then we just held on to that one point lead until the very end. And we ended up just basically stealing another game (laughs) on the road, which is great. Uh, winning by one point, you know, all wins count the same. Um, and I'm glad that we can win close games like that's that's good practice but these aren't even like these are top teams so that's kind of yeah these make these make your heart race they're like you're like oh my goodness what's happening here but you know what then we played against portland uh in our most recent game and it was just you know we can always count on portland to like 98 percent of the time give us the win um in this case it was 115 to 75 uh, so, you know, we had three nail biters of games and then this game was just like, okay, we're back to yeah, normal thank WCC you, basketball. Thank you, Portland. Thank yes. you, Portland. For... And then, I mean, sorry <laughs> to like bring it up, but our next three games are LMU Pacific and then Portland again. So not to get cocky, but I think we should have hopefully not too close to games for our next three games. Yes. LMU Pacific and Portland are all in the bottom half of the WCC standings right now. So Let's let's hope we can just keep on coasting. We're eighth overall right now in terms of our ranking. Uh, other teams are starting to fall off. So as long as we can, you know, not lose, we'll continue to go up and while they go down. And hopefully, we get like a one or two seed going into the uh, NCAA tournament, and that's that that'll put us in a good position to make a good run. Mm-hmm. Um, and now for some more Gonzaga news. Promise, our last topic is not Gonzaga related, but we wanted to talk about some. Gonzaga news outside of the games, including some new players uh, coming or potentially coming Mm -hmm. in future seasons. Uh, So go ahead, Brian. Yeah. So Gonzaga uh, officially added uh, South Korean star Yun Seo. I I can't pronounce his name, but it's a U19 South Korean star. uh, And that's, uh, you know, going to bring about the Rui comparisons. He came from uh, Japan Mm -hmm. and, uh, this guy is uh, listed between six seven and six nine. I guess they they what? just gave a range. They just gave a oh, range. Different, no, different sites list them on as different. Yeah. Different so so who knows? You know, maybe they'll have to break out the ruler and actually figure out how tall this guy is. Yeah. But somewhere between six seven and six nine. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, and, and on the South Korean uh, FIBA U uh, Youth Nineteen squad for the summer of twenty twenty one, he averaged twenty five points and. Uh, looks like 10.6 rebounds. So that's, that's pretty good. That's a lot of points for a 19 year old on, uh, you know, an international team. I mean, that, that is pretty good. And he shot 44% from the field and uh, 2.9% from three pointers. 
and he accounted for more than 37% of his team's total points. So he's certainly used to, you know, carrying the load and he'll probably be, he'll probably be a star, like one of the, you know, the main, you know, stars that Gonzaga relies on in the future, uh, just based off of his percentages and the type of player that he plays. He's, it seems like he likes to have the ball in his hands and uh, make plays. And, you know, based off the fact that he's on the youth 19 team and average 25 points per game, that's a good sign that, you know, he'll just fit in so perfectly with Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. And then this guy, Zoom Diallo, he's a 6'4 guard out of Curtis High School in University Place, Washington. Um, he has not decided on Gonzaga yet but he has now trimmed his uh, list of potential colleges down to Gonzaga, Florida state, Kansas, Arizona, USC, and Washington. Um, so, you know, there, we do have competition with several schools, including one other in uh, Washington. Um, but he recently visited Gonzaga in their win over Portland. So again, not the most exciting game for a recruit to watch, but it's still um, good to see, you know, what the kennel is like, the atmosphere, the fans, um, how the players uh, play and hopefully, you know, he chooses Gonzaga because he seems like a very, uh, you know, highly regarded uh, recruit. Um, yes. He has, he's the best high school player in the state of Washington um, right now. And- yeah. And, and he's also uh, he's ranked as the 10th best point guard recruit out there for people to basically pick up. So that is uh, maybe a future point guard in the, the, you know, in the future, this, this would be for not, this would be the 2024 recruiting. So not this, this year, but the mm-hmm. next year. So he, he also led his uh, school, his high school to the class four, a state championship uh, last year. So, you know, he's just making moves. Hopefully he chooses Gonzaga. Uh, I mean, definitely is a better basketball school than Washington, but you know, he does have other schools on his list as well. So Fingers crossed. Uh, And then to wrap up with our last piece of Gonzaga news is one of our old Gonzaga favorites, Shemek Karnowski. He played at Gonzaga from 2012 to 2017. um, And he recently joined the Arizona staff as a graduate assistant. Um, As we have mentioned before, uh, the head coach of Arizona is Tommy Lloyd, who was a Mm -hmm. longtime assistant at Gonzaga um, he, he moved over about, I think, two seasons ago at this point, um, yes. and he has brought quite a few Zags to Arizona, including Rem Bacamus, um, who was uh, in college. Rem and Shemek called themselves Shrek and Donkey. They were basically really good buddies, and so I'm sure that also <laughs> played a factor in Shemek joining. I mean, not actually, but um, he, you know, he's been playing overseas, and his body is just not letting him do so he's only like our age he's like 28 or 29 but he is seven foot one and so i can imagine that would take a toll on his body and this will be there's not very many graduate assistants who are you know that tall (laughs) so that is true he'll probably he might be the tallest person there i mean obviously i have tall basketball players over every team has like at least one well he's not playing he's just a graduate assistant yes yes exactly but it's kind of weird sometimes to see your coach taller than you usually when you're a basketball player you're you're taller than your coach (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh yeah i mean that's i mean it's kind of cool to see uh tommy lloyd get some uh some zags out yeah out in the world and just kind of like start corralling them (laughs) i mean the bad one was that he had uh omar balo decided to transfer from gonzaga to arizona where he plays now and then i believe there's also another coach 
um, at from Gonzaga that went to Arizona or oh, some, okay. something okay. like that. So it looks uh, like Tommy Lloyd has a lot of pull in terms of like he was fr- quite the international recruiter. Yes. He was quite yes. the international recruiter when he was at Gonzaga. Um, and so, you know, so far we've been, you know, fine without him, but I think, you know, we might start missing him in the years to come once, you know, we have all new players, but yes, yes. we've we'll kept just... up our international recruiting. Yes, we have, we have, and we'll have to see, you know, instantly is, you know, I don't know if it was Tommy Lloyd or you basically was going to be their class, but Arizona was the number one seed last year in the, in the, the NCAA tournament. And they certainly have been, you know, trending upwards with their recruits. So looks like Tommy Lloyd has found himself a nice home in Arizona and we are, we're happy for him. Yeah. And uh, Shemek can go be back with Rem. Uh, and so that's kind of cool too. Two people, two of the players that used to play when we were in school are now both at Arizona coaching. Yeah, that's neat. So good for them. Upside is an app that partners with businesses to give you cash back on everyday purchases. After downloading the app, you'll see several nearby offers for gas stations and restaurants. Claim an offer, go to the gas station or restaurant, then upload your receipt to earn cash back to cash out to your bank account or pick a gift card. Go to sasstoriessarcasm.com upside to get 15 cents per gallon cash back the first time you use Upside to get gas. Shopping online can be a real hassle. You have to jump from tab to tab comparing prices and trying coupon codes to make sure you're getting the best deal. Let me introduce you to Honey, the world's most popular money-saving app and browser extension. I use Honey all the time. Whenever I'm about to check out online, I click the button and it finds me the best coupon code available and instantly applies them to my cart. Honey is totally free. In fact, the only thing it can do is save you money. Get the Honey browser extension by going to sassstorysarcasm.com slash honey and start saving some money today. On a completely different note to end the podcast, uh, I guess Brian hadn't heard about this, but I had heard about this chat bot that called chat GPT, GPT. Um, it's a chat bot that was uh, launched in November. Um, it's basically artificial intelligence. Um, it can write literally anything. Um, here's a little bit more about it. Um, it's an interactive chatbot powered by machine learning. The technology has basically devoured the entire internet, reading the collective works of humanity and learning patterns in language that it can recreate. All you have to do is give a prompt and chat GPT can do endless array of things, write a story in a particular style, answer a question, explain a concept, compose an email, write a college essay, and it spits out coherent, seemingly human written text in seconds. Um, And so I tried it out. I said, explain hydrocephalus to a five-year-old. And it says hydrocephalus is a condition where there's too much cerebral spinal fluid, um, the liquid that surrounds the brain and spinal cord in the brain. It can cause the head to become bigger and it can also make it hard for a person to think or move. Think of it like when there's too much water in a balloon and it gets bigger. But instead of a balloon, it's the head that gets bigger. It's something that doctors can help with by putting a special tube in the head to drain the extra fluid, which I think is a very good explanation. That is a wonderful explanation. (laughs) uh, Complicated. Um, And so, yeah, you can literally ask this uh, chatbot anything. um, And it's been writing a lot of articles apparently because uh, recently 
um, the tech website CNET has uh, discovered the chatbot's limits the hard way. Um, they had to actually, so this is a website that, you know, releases tech news and product reviews, uh, but they have been using this chatbot to write some of their articles and it made many, many mistakes in one of their most recent articles. And they had to uh, basically like redact it or redact it, basically uh, make, uh, you know, make notifications so that people know that this article is inaccurate. Yeah. So the article explained compound interest and, ex and contained at least five errors, including incorrectly calculating how much a person would earn if they deposited $10,000 into a savings account that earns 3%. The AI said the person would earn 10300 instead of 300 Oh, I wish that were true. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, I'm surprised you hadn't heard about it, Brian. No, I mean, I'd heard of... Uh like computers that scan the internet. Like I remember there was like an AI Jeopardy computer that kind of like did the mm -hmm. same thing and just came up with a response. But I kind of, it's, it's new to me that they, that, that it writes complete like essays and articles. I know there's another one out there that uh, basically does paintings and yeah. artwork. And, uh, but this is neat. This is going to be the future. Uh, you know, you, you can ask, you'll probably in the future be able to ask a chatbot or some AI open-ended question. And it will, you know, think for a second and give you an answer. Kind of like um, a, a very intelligent Google search. Yeah, it's just kind of like when uh, AIM in the, in the member back in the day, AIM, mm -hmm. uh, you could chat with like, wrote like bots, but they, you know, were very limited. Um, but I did want to mention that uh, because it can write essays, um, there's now a tool called GPT-0, which can identify whether text was produced by a chatbot which could help professors tell or teachers tell if students are getting AI to help with their homework. Ooh. It can spot cheaters. Remember we used to uh, have to upload our essays to like turnitin.com to check for yes. plagiarism. So this yes. is probably just an added layer to all of this to extra check for plagiarism, which is more difficult to check for because, um, you know, it was written by a computer and not just like copied from a website or something like, you know, what turnitin.com was checking for when we were writing essays. Yes, the only way to stop AI is more AI. And honestly, yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was kind of cool and it's kind of fascinating. Um, I'd encourage people to try it out if you uh, want to, just to see how it works. Um, and I think that's all we have for this week, but uh, yeah, we'll be watching the Zags this coming week. Hopefully not such close games coming up. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You agree that the games won't be tough coming uh, up? I mean, I agree. We'll be watching the games oh, and okay. let's hope that the games will not be that challenging because like we mentioned earlier, uh, these coming up games uh, are teams that are on the lower end of our conference, but it'll still be fun to, uh, you know, not stress out. So I look forward to that. <laughs> yes, I enjoy not stressing out over games. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye.